0: A recent Northwestern Mutual survey found that Americans need $1.25 million to retire comfortably. Is that enough, though, and how are people supposed to save that much money in this present day? Well, that's what we're going to talk about right now, along with the four stages of saving $1 million. 2,381 adults aged 18 and up took this survey with Northwestern Mutual, and while I'm not sure exactly about that sample size, if it's enough, I do think that $1.25, $1.5 million dollar ballpark figure is a good amount of money to retire with. Either way, retiring comfortably is going to depend on how much money you have to retire with, along with any debts that you may have, like a mortgage or cars or whatever it is. The more you can get rid of a lot of debts in your life before you retire, the more you're going to be able to enjoy the money you have, while at the same time, you got to make sure that you watch your spending. And for today, we're going to be using the example of someone saving $500 a month in an index fund like the S&P 500 or the U.S. Total Market Index Fund where you could feel comfortable earning about 8% on average annual rate of return. That means some years are going to be high, some years are going to be low. And historical data does show that 8% is a pretty safe assumption to use for how much you're going to earn when you invest in these kinds of index funds or ETFs. Some people will actually say 10%, but for this video, I want it to be somewhat conservative. Okay, so let's go ahead and look at stage one of getting to that $1 million. And that's going to be getting to your first $10,000. And I made a video on that, which I'll link in the description below. But that first $10,000 is really going to be that initial part, initial stage where you're going to start cutting back on expenses, cutting back on some luxuries in life that may not be necessary for you because your future retirement should be a priority. So some of those things that you're enjoying in life right now, maybe memberships that you're not using exactly all the time or any kind of services, see if you can cut some of those things down so that you can get to that $500 that you're going to be saving per month because $500 is the basis for this example that we're using in this video and and I want to make sure that you're going to have that much money to be able to move forward with your savings. So actually getting to $10,000 is going to happen between year 1 and year 2, but that's okay because if you can go a little bit higher than $500, you'll actually get there faster. You'll get there probably within that first year, but don't worry about that because between year 1 and year 2 is a fine place to be able to get to that first $10,000. So as you begin this journey, what I'm looking for is cutting back on expenses, cutting back on things that I don't need, and then also starting to invest invest whether it's in a 401k, an IRA, a solo 401k, if I'm an entrepreneur, a businessman, and I want to make sure that I'm investing in low-cost broad-based index funds. And I'll link a video in the description below of some of my favorites, but some examples could be Fidelity's FSKAX, which is their U.S. Total Market Index Fund, or Vanguard's VTSAX, which is also a U.S. Total Market Index Fund. ETFs as well are in this bucket, so VTI or VOO or even SCHD, which is a Schwab Dividend Returning ETF. So that's not bad Either. But what I want you to get in the habit of is starting to consistently invest and save with your IRA or with your 401k. I really like 401ks because most times you're gonna get a match from your company. So I still want you to do that $500 a month. And then anything on top is icing on the cake. You wanna make sure that you're saving a minimum of $500 a month. That's the savings amount that we're going to try to target. So yes, maybe your one job may not be able to cut it. So you may have to bring in another source of income, but that's okay because currently in 2022, 2023, We are looking at opportunities that are being presented to so many people who want to work. And part of that may be that you need to have a little bit of education. You may need to go back and get a certificate of some kind, but the opportunities are there. The different trades that people are applying to and getting into work are there. I've seen it with my own eyes. So definitely take advantage of the current work opportunities that are present that's going to help you get to that minimum savings amount of $500 a month. So that's stage one. Stage one is getting to your first $10,000. Now stage two is going to be $100,000 and saving your first $100,000 is going to make you smile because you're getting to that six-figure mark. You're getting into the six-figure territory. Saving your first $100,000 is going to probably be the hardest for you because it is you entering into six-figure territory. So because you want to get there so fast, it's going to feel like it's taking so long, but stay with it. Stay consistent and be patient. I think these two characteristics are important. Someone being patient and consistent with their savings. And as long as you continue To save and invest $500 a month in low cost broad based index funds in your 401k, IRA, even taxable accounts, that's fine too. You will get to $100,000 between 10 to 11 years, maybe 11 years if you're not able to get a match with your company or do a little bit more than $500. But here's the great news once you hit $100,000, 200,000, 300,000, 400,000, and each $100,000 mark is going to be easier to get to than the previous $100,000 mark. I'm telling you this because the calculations don't lie. As an engineer by trade, I've done the calculations and I'll show you on the screen here that between year 10 and year 11, for someone saving and investing $500 a month in an investment that's going to have an average annual rate of return of 8%, is going to make it to that $100,000 mark between year 10 and year 11. So now that you made it to stage two, $100,000. The next stage is stage three, which is going to be $500,000. And that's going to be a number that's going to get you halfway to that goal of $1 million. And at this point, you've already developed saving habits, you've already developed and understand what it is that you need in life and what you want in life. And hopefully, you have started a budget, you've been budgeting and been taking care of your finances the way you should be. Of course, you may have a mortgage, you may have children that you're going to be spending money on, but we're still sticking with that minimum of $500 a month. That's going to be the minimum of what we need to save and invest for retirement. Of course, this doesn't get in the way of you trying to do certain things with your family, do certain things with your spouse, do certain things for yourself. I want you to enjoy life and do all those things. That's why I believe $500 a month minimum, even if it has to also include the match from your company, that's acceptable too. But try to challenge yourself so that you yourself are saving that minimum of $500 a month in your 401k, in your IRA, or whatever it is. And then if you do have a 401k or a 403b or a workplace savings retirements account, you're getting a a match that's also going to assist you in getting to each stage faster. So stage three, $500,000, you should be able to reach that in year 25 or year 26 of you saving $500 a month, investing that money in low-cost broad-based index funds. Compound interest is working in your favor, and it's like a snowball that's going to continue to help you build wealth and get to each $100,000 faster than the previous. Remember, it took you about eleven years, 10 to 11 years to get to that first $100,000 based on the example that we used. But it's only going to take an additional 15 years to get to that $500,000 mark. And this is because of compound interest, where the money that you invest that's growing is also earning money. And that money is also earning money. And that's why it's a phenomenon. It's called a phenomenon. It's an important part of investing that people need to realize is only going to happen as long as you continue to invest and stay consistent with what you're doing with your 401ks and your 403bs. That's why I love the quote, compound interest its either going to work for you or against you. It's only going to work for you as long as you continue to invest and stay away from debt. It's going to work against you if you continue to pile on debt, taking on different loans, financing different things. This is where budgeting is going to be important. Something in our household that we try to do as best as possible is to save for an expense. And so once you're in between stage two and stage three, this is where you're going to really have to budget. Buckle down for any large expenses that you're going to have outside of a home. You don't want to pay cash for a home unless you can and you just got it like that. Hey, that's cool. But for like a car or for anything that you're going to be doing for your home, maybe renovations, try to save up and pay for it instead of financing. I think financing so many different things outside of a mortgage, outside of a home is the one major thing that keeps people from building wealth. When you finance a car, when you finance furniture, when you finance school, that is debt that you're going to have to pay back with interest unless you're able to pay it off quickly. But still, those are things that I believe you should have tried to save up for and paid cash so you didn't have to worry about it later on. But I do understand there are certain things where you have to get that. It happened to us recently and we had to do the financing, but we're on a mission to try to pay things off as quickly as possible. But try your best when you're in between stages two and three and even four to stay away from financing and stay away from taking on loans that you're going to have to pay back, especially if you're going to have to pay interest on the debt that you owe. So between years 25 and 26 of you saving and investing $500 a month, month in low-cost broad-based index funds that should give you that average annual rate of return of 8%. And let me mention, this is with dividends reinvested, so you're not taking any dividends out, especially in your 401ks and taxable accounts. You want to continue to reinvest those dividends because that's also going to help contribute to that compound interest effect. Once you reach stage three and you get to that $500,000 mark, guess how long it's going to take you to get to stage four, which is a million dollars. It's only going to take you eight years based on the numbers that we're using. Between year 30, 33 and 34, you will have officially reached stage four. And I think by this time, you've settled into a lifestyle that you're comfortable living. You're living a lifestyle that's allowing you to continue to save $500 a month. And I would say over the years, your income should be increasing, right? You shouldn't be getting paid the same amount in year 10 of the company that you're working for as when you first started. You'll have annual raises, possibly bonuses that you can throw at your investments or debt that you may need to take care of. Either way, I would challenge you year after year, see if you can continue to increase the amount that you're investing and not just continue to do $500 a month. I kept it at $500 a month because I wanted to just keep it as simple as possible. But if you're watching this video, then you are serious about achieving financial independence. So that tells me that you probably will have the ability to increase your contributions to your investment accounts so that you might be able to get to $1,000 a month. And so it's not going to take you between year 33 and year 34 to reach a million dollars. It may be year 25, 26, 27, 28, and that's great. But if you want to keep things as, simple as as possible and you just want to stick with $500 a month, then you can just stick with $500 a month and any raises, any bonuses you can use to buy things or pay for things or add memberships or do things with your family that you would have otherwise may not have been able to do if you continue to increase your contributions to your investment accounts. The most important thing is that you're finding balance and understanding what you probably want to do with your money as you move forward year after year after year. Now, if you continue to stay with $500 a month, you'll actually reach $1.25 million by year 36. And now this is something that a lot of people who are saying that I'm going to need $1.25 million with the most basic example that I was able to come up with a $500 a month with an average annual rate of return of 8% with dividends reinvested. It's going to take about 36 years to get to that $1.25 million. And hopefully by now the home that you live in is your forever home so that it's paid off. And hopefully by now kids you may have had are done with their education, have moved out. So basically you have no mortgage, you have no debt, and you're sitting there with $1.25 million. I think that's pretty comfortable in my eyes. No matter what, we're always going to have to deal with inflation, things going up, prices going up. So this is where the makeup of your investment account is going to be important. So by the time you reach the $1 million mark or the $1.25 million mark, you're going to want to preserve that capital, preserve that wealth, preserve the money that you have so that you're able to enjoy it for the long term. And this is where understanding what you're able to spend using principles like the 4% rule adjusted for your specific situation is going to be important. And one investment strategy that's going to help you preserve that wealth is having a three fund portfolio. The video on the screen will help you do just that. Check it out and I'll see you over there. Peace.